Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. How are you? Good morning. We're reading in 2 Peter, but I want to give a little blurb for our conference. The registration fee is $100. Can you imagine? That's the lowest you'll find any conference. Because we know New York's not a bowl of cherries when it comes to hotel costs. But if you want to come to New York and be with us, my wife and I, the leadership, the singers, from Friday, April 21, go online, brooklyntabernacle.org, get all the info, how you can register and be a part of it. Bring other Christians who are hungry for more of the Lord. Tell pastors and their wives about it. Deacons, elders, come on. With what's happening around us in the country, the growing depravity, the churches shrinking. I just read an article yesterday. Churches are disappearing off the map. They're being sold for community centers because the Christian population is shrinking. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Speak a word of faith. Look, you have to speak reality. God is into truth. And the truth is, it is what it is. Es lo que es. But God can change it. There can come a revival. There can come a mass evangelism blessing through us, the Christian church in this country and around the world. But you have to face reality and get hungry for God to do something new, wonderful, from heaven, real. Not just Bible studies and then you go out to eat. Not just circling the wagons and singing, we shall overcome or kumbaya, or when we all get to heaven. We're going to heaven. But isn't there something better for us today? Sorry to get carried away. But anyway, April 21 through 23, great guest speakers, special music. We're going to have a grand old time seeking the Lord, God willing. So now Second Peter, he's talking about sure judgment coming on these false teachers and on ungodly world. And he gives the fallen angels that were judged, the beginning of Second Peter 2. Then he talks about Noah's day. Then he talks about Sodom and Gomorrah. And now we come to verse 9. If this is so, how God rescued Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah before judgment came, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. So two things are happening right now. Those who are filthy are staying filthy still. Those who are ungodly, shaking their fist and cursing God. I just read about one of the reasons Generation Gen Z doesn't want to even hear about church is when I go there, they don't agree with my opinions. Well, wait a minute. So now we have to find verses in the Bible that agree with your opinions or you don't want to come. Boy, you talk about the cart before the horse. In other words, God has no authority. I'm not submitting to anything that God says. I only want to go where people reinforce me. That's what's happening today. Temptation, though, like these false preachers, is to tell people what they want to hear rather than what God says, because the gospel is good news. But there's also warnings about judgment. So right now, two things are happening. The Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials. He's going to keep us and rescue us from final judgment and keep us now like he did Lot. Lot kept his testimony, even though he lived in a place, I have doubts whether he should have moved there. But anyway, he kept clean and didn't let Sodom and Gomorrah get into his spirit. He was troubled by it. Now, there we go. Is the environment converting the church or is the church converting the culture? 
Let me say it again. Is the culture doing evangelism right now in America on the church? Making it more like thinking like, act like, talk like, live like the world? Or is the church converting the world so they act more like Jesus Christ, treasuring the word of God and living for the Lord? That's a question we all have to face. But the Lord knows how to keep Lot in Sodom. He knows how to keep us and get us through the trials that we face here as he's also holding the ungodly for judgment. They ain't going nowhere. You can't escape. You know, someone once fought the great boxing champion, Joe Lewis, and the guy said, no, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to move faster than Joe Lewis and this and that. And Joe Lewis knew that the ring was so wide and you had to come into close proximity as you box and then pop, pop. And he said, you can run, but you cannot hide. You can run from God today. You might have friends and family members running, but they can't hide from God. Eventually, we all meet our maker. For it's appointed unto man once to die. You're not coming back as a sparrow or a giraffe or something else. It's appointed a man once to die and then the judgment. And we should be rejoicing because Christ was judged for our sins. So we don't have a final judgment coming to us Christians. We have a judgment seat of Christ to give an account of the quality of our lives and work for Jesus. But final judgment, hell or heaven, no, there's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. Oh, pastor, that's so hokey. I'll take doubles on that hokey then, okay? You can have whatever you want. I'll rejoice in the fact that my name, little old me, sinful me, worthy of nothing but damnation, me, because of Jesus Christ, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Oh, you're famous in your, what, fraternity, your sorority, your, in your family tree, or your group that you hang with, you have a good name with them. Good. If that's what makes you happy, knock yourself out. But my only thing that I rejoice in is the cross of Jesus Christ, and I am going to heaven, and my wife, and my family, and my grandchildren. And all those that call upon the name of the Lord in truth, we're going to be rescued out of this godly world. When judgment comes, it won't be on us. We're going to go home. You know what? Even if we haven't met and you've been watching these, we will meet. I wonder how conversations will be then, you know, and fellowship. There'll be no time. Time will be no more. So we can't imagine that. But let's bring time into it. Since there's no end, it, it'll be like, You'll say to your friend, John, hey, John, you know, I just met you and I want to hear how what Jesus did for you. Come on over and let's talk for like 5,000 years and, you know, have some coffee or whatever they serve. And then go on to the next one and then always be praising Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard what's waiting for us there. Hang on to Jesus today. Walk with him. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.